Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your home for the best in-depth commentary on the latest happenings in the manga and anime worlds. I'm your host, Kevin, and on today's episode, I will be reviewing Marvel's Secret Reverse by Kazuki Takahashi that was released as part of the partnership between Marvel and Shonen Jump. Now, before I get into my review for Marvel's Secret Reverse, I want to get some quick housekeeping out of the way. As always, you could follow the work rocket I do over at comicrevolution.com where you could find reviews and features on the manga and comic worlds, and you could also find our backlog catalog for the Manga Revolution on the website as well that includes reviews for cypher academy the ichinosis family's deadly sins and fabricant 100 that all debuted in the past month you could also find the conquer revolution on twitter at cb revolution and the manga revolution podcast at the manga podcast where we post updates whenever new stuff goes up so you could follow us there on twitter and you could also follow me on twitter tiktok and hive at the kevin lainis and on Instagram at KevinL07. As many know, Kazuki Takahashi is the creator of the legendary Yu-Gi-Oh! franchise that has spawned a popular anime, manga, trading cards, movies, you name it. While Takahashi is known for creating wonderful worlds about heroes, he was a real-life hero in his own sense because Takahashi did die back in July of this year uh, while he was trying to save a U.S. soldier, an 11-year-old girl, and her mother from drowning off the coast of Japan. And I will be honest, Hearing that Takahashi died was a very moment like for like for me and I know for so many fans that hearing that it did really hurt just because Takahashi has meant so much to me in, throughout my life with the Yugo franchise and everything that he's created before because I, I will honestly say that Yu-Gi-Oh! is a connecting point between me and so many friends that I've made throughout my life, whether it was the anime, the manga, or the trading cards. I could connect so many friendships to what he did with the Yu-Gi-Oh franchise. And so with, with his passing, it really did hurt me. Uh, and I know it hurt a lot of people with all his fans worldwide. And he, cause he created really something truly special with Yu-Gi-Oh, but, and hearing that he, he was a real life superhero, really, as he's died saving people was, was just a crazy news story that I didn't think I would hear in 2022. But again, Shout out to him for just being a, not just an amazing creator, but just an amazing human being. And that that really was why it was so hard for me to even read uh, the Secret Reverse series that he wrote. Uh, because like around when I was about to read this series and maybe review it for the podcast was when I heard the tragic news. And so I really did put off reading this series for a long time, but I felt like I was ready to read it now. Um and which really gets us to Marvel Secret Reverse, which Takahashi both wrote and drew as part of the partnership between Marvel and Shonen Jump that was announced a few years ago that we've gotten a couple manga series like the Deadpool Samurai that we reviewed on this podcast before and and other uh, spinoff mangas. And the Secret Reverse is part of that partnership that Marvel and, and Shonen Jump have formed over the last few years. With Marvel Secret Wars, similar to Deadpool Samurai, it does take place in its own universe where we have a, a Tony Stark where in the form that we always know him to be in, and also a teenage version of Peter Parker in high school who is traveling abroad in Japan. And that's where we really find this uh, story for Marvel Secret Reverse opened up with Tony Stark attending a gaming convention that he was invited to where he does end up running into Peter Parker, uh, who's there during an overseas trip, visiting some friends that he met online. And they're, they're at this gaming convention as uh, CEO for a gaming company. His name is Re Regiro Kawi. He is going to introduce a new game that he has created. Um, and during the presentation, 
Regiro shows off this game, which is a trading card game, and he also able to create this, not dual disc, but a dual armor that is able to bring the monsters to life. And when he brings Tony Stark to the stage, uh, Regiro shows that these monsters are not just so realistic, but they almost kill Tony Stark during their practice duel. And Tony is only able to tie it because he is able to just survive being strangled from these monsters. And afterwards, the crowd cheers, but Tony and Peter see that something wrong is wrong. One of Peter's friends, her name is Hiromi, happens to be the uh, daughter for Kaui. Um, and she explains to Tony and Peter how her dad has been acting very strangely since creating this trading card game um, with the dual armor. And it does seem like the monsters have taken over him, which leads Peter and Tony to investigate things further. Peter is the first one as Spider-Man to uh, go in and investigate it as he finds out that right, there is something off with Regiro. Regiro ends up attacking him and the mon with, with the monsters and is able to overpower Spider-Man, but is Spider-Man is saved by by Iron Man and this just leads to into another fight that Iron Man and Spider-Man with the help of Hiromi is able to tap into Regiro, get the uh, monsters back under control and kind of destroy the uh, destroy the armor and are able to save Regiro from just falling to the monsters that were controlling him. And that's really where we end the story. Now, for Marvel Secret Reverse overall, I feel like this is just another issue of a Marvel team of comic book because we have a lot of convenient things that happen where Peter Parker is in Japan. It so happens to be going to the same video game convention that Tony Stark gets invited to. So there's a lot of little convenient things that you could say that kind of follows the template of a Marvel team of comp that we've had throughout Marvel's history. That doesn't take away from just the overall fun that the, this comic book is because again, Takahashi does take a really one-shot approach with this. It's going to, you're in and out with, with the story. It's not going to be something where it's going to be an ongoing kind of like Deadpool Samurai is or a, a couple other mangas that we've seen with comic book adaptions. This is really just meant to be here, here's the the comic book. You're going to read it. You're, and by the time you're finished, you, the story is done. And I, I do like that approach because, again, you just want to give the reader something fun to read. And and that, that's what this is. It's just a little a fun little story with Spider-Man and Iron Man. And then you cross over some elements from what Takahashi is best known for with Yu-Gi-Oh! With the CEO of the gaming company very much being like a combination of Maximilian Pegasus and Seto Kyber from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything down from him being the uh, card game creator that the cards come to life to the battle armor that really is like the dual disc front that Seto Kaiba creates. Again, the, the character is very much just merging those two char uh, those two characters and like when they were specifically positioned as villains for the story and the character is more Maximilian Pegasus, I would say, by with how his story is paced because you get the whole fall and then kind of return at the very end with the happy ending where Regiro and he, he told me reuniting and everything. So so the, the villain is kind of, I would say, forgettable. But at the same time, I appreciate as a Yu-Gi-Oh fan seeing those similarities to Yu-Gi-Oh being brought in into the Marvel Universe with Spider-Man and uh, Iron Man getting involved in this adventure. Again, it, it's just a little fun tale, especially if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh fan. Um, you really will find a lot of enjoyment with this. And the one thing I will say that kind of threw me off because with this is that this is actually formatted in a way that a comic book is where it's read left to right and it's read very much like a graphic novel that's how it's intended to be read it's not in the manga traditional manga format 
Um, so that did throw me off um, when reading because because I was expecting something like how Deadpool Samurai was a traditional manga, where whereas this is more like a, a graphic novel for comic books. And that did take me some time to get used to. And the other thing that took me time to get used to was that Takahashi's artwork was colored in this instance instead of being in the traditional black and white. And you could tell that Takahashi isn't classically comic book trained where when it comes to this because there's a very animated way he he draws these characters it's very reminiscent to be honestly to uh his Yu-Gi-Oh artwork but it, instead of being heavily inked like a traditional manga is it is colored like a comic book and you could see how the artwork is not used to that type of like comic book styling so there is like the artwork while good when it is especially when it's Iron Man Spider-Man and then the crazy monsters that we see here and them fighting and the dual, dual armor that's the traditional Yu-Gi-Oh stuff when it comes to just the regular interactions of Peter Parker Tony Stark Hitomi and, and stuff like that interacting the artwork isn't as, as great but overall I did find as I got used to just the overall style and the format and got my mind around that this is more like a graphic novel than it is a traditional manga the artwork worked for me and overall Again, I did like that in terms of also with Spider-Man and Iron Man, going back to them a little bit, that he didn't try too hard to reintroduce you to these characters or anything like that. With even though this is its own, it kind of sticks into its own universe. He he know he Takahashi knows whoever picks this up knows who Iron Man, who Spider-Man are. Even though we do get a teenage version of Peter Parker, who to be fair to Takahashi is the iconic version of Peter Parker. Even though we've seen him aged up for a long time, where he's a uh, in his 20s for longer than he's been in a teenager, but obviously his teenage form is the more popular in mainstream culture. And I didn't really have a problem with him being a teenager in this story because, again, it just added to the convenience thing of why he is overseas with when Tony Stark happens to be there and why Peter Parker would go to a gaming convention because Peter is a 2020 kid where he would obviously go to gaming convention, meet up with friends uh, that he met online, even though they're in Japan and stuff like that. So it's it was a nice story. And like Takahashi did a good job writing the teenage version of Peter Parker, how he would act. And then even Tony Stark, the way he acts as well, where he is very much going there for business. And then once things go from being business to the more superhero stuff, he goes into Iron Man mode. And same thing with Peter, where Peter gets in Spider-Man mode and investigates things with, with Iron Man and and again, it's just a fun overall story. If you ever read a Marvel team-up comic book and are interested in reading something like that, that's your it's a one-and-done story. I do recommend this if you're an Iron Man and Spider-Man fan. And then if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, you'll probably get a kick out of all, a lot of the Yu-Gi-Oh elements being brought into the Marvel Universe. And specifically with Spider-Man and Iron Man, who are two incredibly popular characters. If you are a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh, this is a nice uh, comic book to pick up for the holidays as well. So... So if you are a fan of Spider-Man, Iron Man, Yu-Gi-Oh! or a combination of two or three, I highly recommend checking this comic book out that you could buy on either Amazon or your local bookstores and comic book shops. So make sure to check this out this holiday season. Now, before I get out of here, I know that we we're at the end of the year. And last year, we did have our best of manga and anime uh, episodes. But we're going to be doing things a little bit differently where we're going to actually hold off on doing our best manga and anime awards to at the beginning of the year so the first two episodes of 2023 we will be giving our best of anime and manga so be sure to look out for those episodes um when we start the, like I, we're targeting the first week of the new year but in the meantime we will be back for a new episode in the following week where we're going to be reviewing the latest chapter of dragon ball because dragon ball is going to be doing a time jump special story rock and i do want to check that out and see how that ends up turning out so be sure to look out for that episode 
the following week. And then we're going to be doing our best of manga and anime at the beginning of 2023. So again, look out for that and also look out for all our coverage on best of manga and comic books on comicrevolution.com. But otherwise than that, I hope everyone has a good rest of your day.